World Wide Web has long been host to copied and pasted stories of an apocryphal nature. These stories came to be known as Copyvasta, and then the creepy variant emerged. Welcome to Creepy Podsta, the Creepy Pasta Podcast. Hello, welcome to the show. Uh, last week we talked about a very uh, serious, high-minded, artistic film called Hereditary, and this week we are talking about a Netflix original uh, schlocky monster movie called The Ritual. <laughs> and this this film is a 2017 British horror film directed by David Bruckner, uh, who you may know as the person who directed the segment of VHS that was about the succubus, um, who some bad men try to trick uh, this very quiet girl into being in a porn movie with them, um, and then she turns uh, out to be a monster and uh, righteously kills them. The segment, was, the segment was called Amateur Night, but I don't know if the movie shows the segment titles. I don't remember. Uh, that movie was adapted into another movie that he didn't direct called Siren. Uh, he also wrote and directed a movie called The Signal. Uh, which was a, a horror movie from 2007, and Southbound, which was, I, I think, another anthology horror movie. Um, he directed a segment of that called The Accident, but I haven't seen that movie, so I can't tell you anything about it. Um, this movie stars a bunch of people I've never heard of. It uh, was based <laughs> on a novel by Adam Neville of the same name. Uh, boy, uh... So we're just going to go through it like a normal episode. We're not going to go through our reactions. Uh, if you want to see it, see it. And if you don't, just listen to us. Uh, I liked the movie fine, but I don't think it was particularly like good or important. Um, yeah, it's uh, not like a must-see, but it's a good to see. Yeah. If you like this kind of thing. It's a Netflix movie. Uh, Kimu, yeah. how did you feel about it? Uh, I agree. It's It's very... Well, here's the thing. I, I don't. I didn't find it too uh, dif- uh, difficult to follow. It just seems very linear in, in, in what happens and whatever. Uh, Kate, however, has all these more in-depth uh, oh. kind of like yeah. uh, observations, which I'm very impressed with. But uh, I just saw a bunch of people go into the freaking forest and uh, was not happy what they found there. And that, yeah. Yeah, it starts with uh, a, a scene that is seemingly disconnected from the rest. Some old uh, college buddies, they seem to be in their like late 30s, maybe early 40s, uh, are drinking, are having drinks and they want to take a group trip together. Uh, one of them suggests they go for a hike in Sweden and the others are like, what? No. Uh, so they leave. <laughs> Uh, they leave and the group passes a, a liquor store and the one, the one guy, Luke, goes in and, uh, Rob, who suggests that the hike goes in with him. While they're in the liquor store, uh, some armed robbers show up. Uh, Luke hides behind a shelf at the end of the aisle. He arms himself with a vodka bottle. Um, but he does not ultimately stand up to the robbers. Uh, the robbers demand from Rob his wallet, his watch, and finally his wedding ring. Uh, he refuses to give them the wedding ring, and one of the robbers um, uh, kills him with a machete. Uh, and Luke, hidden from sight, does nothing. Uh, the movie then cuts to 
the remaining friends hiking in Sweden through the woods as tribute to their uh, dead friend Rob. Um, mm-hmm. Six months after Rob's death, uh, the one one guy, uh, Dom, loses his footing and injures his knee, uh, and they end up sort of going. Uh, at, at this point, it's it. Uh, and Phil's having problems with his shoes. Yeah, clearly these most of them. It's the only one that's not uh, that's pr- pretty capable in a hiking type setting is Hutch. Yeah, Hutch is pretty. Good and cool. Uh, he has a compass, so we already know he's good at things. <laughs> I think, uh, is Hutch the one who takes Rob aside and says... Yes. Uh, yeah, he says, I never blamed you for... Or he takes Luke aside. Luke, yeah. right. He takes yeah. Luke aside and is like, I didn't blame you for Rob's death. Like, I know some of the other guys have been a little weird uh, towards you, but I... He seems to have his, his shit together the most out of all of them. Yeah, Hutch yeah. seems like a righteous dude. He rightfully is like, it wasn't your fault fault yeah um because he, it was true which is true yeah you know the only people's fault is the people that killed him he could have done something which is a thing a lot of people like in situations where something bad happens to someone they love or something it's like what i could have done this i could have done that it's like well you could have and it might have worked or it might not have worked or you could have also been killed or you know there's there's no right answer there's yeah. just it's a survivor's guilt yeah survivor's situation. guilt yeah um, so it starts, uh, they notice, uh, an elk or like a deer or something has been gutted and is hanging from a tree and there's some like Nordic runes carved into the tree. And then, uh, nightfall. This comes. is after their tribute. They like make a rock pile and, and say oh, yeah. goodbye to their right. friend. And, and then see, they haven't gone as far from the lodge as they thought they did. <laughs> uh, it starts raining and it's nighttime and they come upon an abandoned cabin and they go in and stay overnight. Uh, they find more of the weird symbols like were carved into the tree and, uh, sort of, um, what would you call this? An effigy? Yeah, it's an uh, effigy. Yeah. An effigy with hands made of antlers and uh, with no head up in the like second floor of the cabin. Um, they all have nightmares. <coughs> Crazy nightmares. Yeah, Luke keeps having nightmares about the liquor store situation, which is reasonable. Um, and then he goes out into. He wakes up and has been has like sl- sleepwalked into the woods uh, and has a, bun- a bunch of puncture wounds on his chest. And when he goes Fine. back in the house, one of the other guys has um, peed his pants in the night, and they yeah, find Phil. Phil. Phil in the attic is naked and praying to the. Oh effigy. yeah, Phil is Phil. Yeah, Hutch is the one that peed himself. Right. Phil is naked and praying to the effigy. And Dom is like in the corner next to like a freezer or something, uh, basically panicking and shouting his wife's name, Gail. Right. Yeah, he's freaking out. Huh. And they're all they're all like pretty much in in a trance. You know, they're like stuck in their dream, but acting it too. Yep. Uh, then they camp somewhere else later, and um, they. Uh, <coughs> Follow Hutch's screams. Uh, well, this is... They have, like, some arguments during their their movie yeah, on. Yeah, a lot of arguments. Um, Luke sees, like, a, a human-esque hand wrapped around a tree, like, move. And he's like, oh, there's something in the woods. And then Dom is like, Luke, stop freaking out. It's your fault that Rob died. Uh, yeah. You're a coward and all of that. He's being a real, uh, real 
dickhead about it. Uh, they have more There's nightmares. There's a lot of hallucinations. Yeah. yeah. They have more nightmares. nightmares and hallucinations and stuff, and they discover Hutch's tent has been, like, crushed and is empty, and then they discover Hutch is uh, impaled up on the trees like how the yeah. elk was earlier. Um, and and uh, Dom did actually see, the second night, Dom did actually see the creature, but he couldn't describe it. And and part of the argument was getting either getting back to the lodge through going through this woods that clearly is telling them not to go through or taking a longer way out of the woods. But, you know, it's raining. They want to get the heck out of there. So most of them want to go through the woods. Yeah, the they keep saying, woods. let's just push through instead of going back the way they came, because back the way they came is, like, really long. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so Phil's feet are messed up. Dom's knee is getting worse. Yeah, they... Um, Hutch is now dead. <laughs> yeah, Hutch, Hutch is dead, and then they keep walking, and then Phil gets dragged away, uh, but you still don't see the creature. And then they find Phil impaled on trees. Um, they then Luke and Dom uh, run away, and um, Luke actually finds the edge of the forest, oh, and he, right. had, he the choice was to <clears throat> he's shouting for Dom to come. I found the edge, but. Dom is not coming, and so he runs back into the forest to get him. Yep. Uh, and then they go find another seemingly abandoned cabin, but when they go in, uh, there's some people in it who bonk them over the head. They wake up tied up in the basement. Uh, there's a spooky old lady there uh, who looks at the puncture marks on Luke and shows that she also has similar puncture marks on her. Um, she, they're speaking a foreign language, uh, probably Swedish, because they're in Sweden. Uh, we had the subtitles on, so yes, it was Swedish. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> We uh, didn't say what they were saying, it just said in Swedish. <laughs> uh, right, yeah. Uh, that that happened, <laughs> I was watching uh, Blade of the Immortal, and there was, <laughs> it's it's a Japanese movie, and sometimes the English subtitles would just say, like, woman speaking Japanese. Like, yeah, 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 I know, it's, it's a movie from Japan, obviously. Uh, but anyway, uh, so they are talking about how they're going to do like some sacrifice. Dom gets taken out uh, and like tied to a pole and um, they, he, he hallucinates um, his wife coming up to him. And then mm -hmm. actually it's this creature and we finally get a good shot of the creature. Um, one of the, these people explains that it's a Yotun, which is a giant, um, uh, the best way I can describe it is like a, a 15 foot tall moose where the head of the moose from the eyes down is a regular size human torso. Mm -hmm. um, I would say moose with the, the, the effigy that you see in the beginning where it's a headless torso holding antlers. Um, that's like, it has that formation where the head of the moose would be and then where the legs of that headless torso are those are actually hands that's its hands and right. it and it underneath all of that it has eyes like glowing eyes within like under that weird torso thing probably like where the bottom of the neck would be on the moose like under its jaw and it does have like little bony jaw things sticking out um yeah it, and it's it, very it's, scary it's all it's like instead of a head it has a skull and then someone is living inside of that skull <laughs> Uh, it's yeah, it's creepy so, as hell. It's very yeah. good. Uh, it's a pretty good creature design, um, and it spikes coming out of its back too, like very, along its back. Very centaur-ish, but like yeah. 
different um, because centaurs are upright and this human torso is like head down to the ground and also its head is still inside of this moose skull. It's hard it's, to parse when you look at it. Yeah, it's 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 hard to describe and you don't really get too many good looks at it, but it's it's pretty good creature design. Um, yeah, it's great. I love it. This uh, Yotun sort of wrecks this camp. Uh, it takes Dom and impales him on a tree um, and then Luke breaks out of the basement and uh, sees the creature killing all these worshippers and runs. He, he um, goes upstairs and sees like these zombies in a church. They're like corpses, but they're like chanting and stuff. It's very, really weird. And he just like very calmly lights them on fire and takes a gun with him and uses it and shoots one of the guys. Um, he tries to shoot at the creature. It doesn't really work. Um, the creature seems to be able to cause hallucinations. Like, it seems like this creature yeah. is what was making him hallucinate the, uh, store. <coughs> Um, the, uh, the creature doesn't kill Luke, but, like, makes him kneel. He uses an axe to, like, chop into the creature's head, and then he runs and gets out of the woods, and it seems like it can't follow him out of the woods. The creature roars at him, and he screams back, and that's, uh, that's the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, Kimu, how do you- Can I talk- yeah, uh, okay, yeah, Kimu go first, so yeah, then I can, like, go I, blah, 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 blah. Okay, because <laughs> Kimu hasn't talked much yet. <laughs> yeah. All right, so, uh, yes, this is a, uh, this is a good summary. Uh, so, just going <laughs> back up- a- I didn't do much. <laughs> well, go- going back a bit, uh, let's see here. Uh, da 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 Oh, crap. Oh, yeah. The- can, can I point out that in Kimu's notes uh-huh. that I'm looking at, he, when he lists the actor's and their character names that he also... <laughs> How are we... Jeff, are we allowed to say twat on this? Uh, well, you just did. Also, yes, okay. of course. <laughs> okay, he lists allowed. The... <laughs> he, okay, because I, I tend to not like that word so much, but it's completely appropriate. He names... He has Luke, twat number one, and then the actor's name, Hutch, twat number two, and then the actor's name, etc. Well... The only one he didn't name Twat was uh, the one that got killed in the liquor store. Well, that's the, the thing is, in, in the movie, uh, when they actually went into the forest and they started taking pictures, they took uh, selfies of themselves and they like smile or whatever. And I do believe Luke said, I think it's Luke. He says, "Oh yeah, we're we're just four Twats in the in the forest," you know. Uh, oh, okay, I didn't yeah, remember that. that. Okay. That's he, he mentioned that and it was funny. And uh so that's that's what's yeah, it was funny. um so for instance the zombies that they found uh, if you remember the, the, the old one, no, the young, there was a young cultist, you know, Swedish. Youngish. Who knows how old she actually right, was. Exactly. She says that, uh, for, they have everlasting life, uh, because they do worship. Long life. It grants the creature, they worship the creature and it grants them long life is exactly. how she phrased it. So when Luke goes upstairs, uh, and before, you know, setting everyone, everything on fire, uh, all these old zombie-like things, they're obviously the uh, worshippers from the past that, you know, they do grow old, apparently, but yeah, they can't but die. but they, they have eternal life 
life, but without eternal youth. Yeah. So they grow and grow and grow until they age into grasshoppers, like in that one story. Yeah. yeah. So, mm-hmm. so, yeah. Or, or the Greek mythology, I guess they, they had that thing where, you know, every yeah. that, with the one guy, yeah, immortal, yeah, like, but you don't want to be without immortal. youth. Uh, so there's that. Um, there was something else. And it, you put like, you know, why would you want to live forever if, I mean, they all pretty much knew what was in the attic, but it's also, and you also, you wrote like, you know, it's, brainwashing them over time you know they're stuck it it keeps them there they said that it keeps them there and they they all had a choice whether to worship it or to die that was their choice yeah yeah Uh, and 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 it seems like they're slow aging meaning like sure they'll they'll grow old but it takes a while maybe i mean that that would uh yeah so that's a good enough motivation, really, for a lot of people. And, uh, and they'll, oh, we'll deal with the, uh, not uh, being like zombified later. But they're basically just like living corpses. They can't do anything except yeah. move a little and scream. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. Although maybe they, uh, maybe they get youthified after the sacrifice. Maybe. Who knows? Maybe. Um, uh, there's a lot of things that could be happening. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I feel a little disappointed. I thought this movie was going to be, uh, much better than it was. Like, it wasn't terrible, but the other three movies we covered in our, in our little marathon mm-hmm. here were all really good. <laughs> well, then. I definitely think this was the weakest of the bunch. I don't think it was bad. Um, and yeah. I think a lot of what I think a lot of the things I liked about it were basically like the creature design and some of the like the hallucinations of the um, the incident in the uh, liquor store like but it was kind of messed up because it's in the woods and there's like repeats of bottles and shelves in weird ways and then also I think I put a lot of myself interpreting stuff and I always enjoy that but uh, yeah it's definitely the the weakest of the four yeah which is weird. Um, I did not. I thought the movie did a bad job trying to connect um, the uh, beginning, the the liquor store robbery, with the rest of the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially because you expect, like, oh, then Luke is going to later have to uh, step up, and he'll he'll step up this time. But there, he never really has the opportunity to step up. Actually, like you think he maybe did a few actually, times. you think maybe he'll go he'll go help um, uh, uh, glasses uh-huh. knee knee break guy. What's his Dom. name? Dom. Uh, Dom. Right, but then he doesn't Dom. really. Uh, he doesn't really save any, like, he ends up being the only person who survives. I think it was, um, it, well, if there's anything else you want to say, you can say it because then I'm going to go on a rant about, a long thing about what I kind of think it was trying to do. Well, no, please, go okay. ahead. Well, I was, you know, trying thinking about this creature and what it seemed to represent, and the one, it chose Luke to mark, like, with the five, it's, I think it just stabbed it with its bony hand thing, and it was like the five points of its fingers, and um, I think, you know, they said, basically the old woman was saying, you know, you, you carry a lot of pain, yeah, so that's the one it, it chose to be a candidate for this village of uh, Swedish. I, I, in my head, they're Swedish pineys. Like the <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. that's exactly and, right. Yes, and um, like basically, all the people there probably had a lot of so much grief, guilt, and pain from something in their life. And this creature, in exchange for them worshiping it, it would take that 
grief, guilt, and pain away by, you know, expressed it by killing other things. It would take it and kill things and it would take the pain from you and give you long life. And I think that's part of why they were choosing that over death because death was like acknowledgement of it and um, like why they cared less about possibly being, you know, Sarah corpses in the, in the attic because at least this thing took their pain away. And um, the, the other people that came with Luke, you know, they all had things in their life, but it wasn't pain and grief. It was, you know, uh, Dom, his strongest emotion was love for his wife. And I don't know what Phil's was, but, and uh, Hutch wouldn't talk about what his dream was, but he was obviously, you know, the capable one. He'd probably seen some stuff. And, I th- and the hallucinations that Luke had f- with the liquor store, like one of the, the subtitles called them junkies, the ones that were robbing the liquor store. We have the subtitles on because often when it's, um, you know, foreign accented English, sometimes I, well, a lot of times I miss a lot of the words. <laughs> so I just put the subtitles on just in case. So yeah. I can get the slang, whatever. But, um, it refer, you know, the, one of the quote unquote junkies, uh, called him a coward and you know, was playing, obviously the creature's playing on him, trying to break him down, trying to press that grief and pain. But, um, like it was about his choice of, of, you know, going with his gut, accepting that he can't always know, he can't know the outcome that like he doesn't, he didn't cause he still blamed himself and he had to accept that even if he had done that, you know, gone and tried to save his friend that, he doesn't know the outcome that he shouldn't blame himself. And he was basically had to confront this and how every action he takes, there is no certain outcome. And he did step up sometimes when he felt strongly about it. Like I think he's the one that cut um, Hutch down, got Hutch down from the tree and retrieved Hutch's compass while the other two were basically trying not to throw up. Um, And he kind of took charge of which way they were going and previously he would listen to them. Like he wanted to go out and try and save Hutch when Hutch got snatched and the others were like, no, we'll lose the camp, we'll lose the camp. And he listened to them and then regretted it. And other times he listened to his friends or his, you know, the, the fears he had and regretted it. And instead of listening to his gut and, you know, doing what he thought was probably, you know, the best thing to do for better or worse, not knowing the consequence. Like when he got to the edge of the woods and he hears Dom screaming, he hears the creature and he has a choice to go out of the woods or go back and save Dom, not knowing what's going to happen. And he also did break his own thumb to get out of the bindings in the basement. And he, yeah, he did choose not to try and save Dom, but I think he also recognized he couldn't save Dom. And that was a part of acceptance too. And when he ran out of the woods after the creature, the creature tried to make him bow and do this formation. It, it lifted up to do a formation basically to complete the ritual of him being also trapped in the woods and part of this, uh, the Swedish Pineys. But he refused and he chose instead to accept the pain and grief and guilt and having to deal with it and confront it and 
ran out of the woods and screamed at the creature and said, you know, no, I'm not going to let you, I'm not going to take the easy route and let you take this away from me. And I'm going to have to just work through it. So, but of both. And <laughs> yeah, trees are scary. Yeah. Yeah. It, it like, I, I get some of what it was going for. I just don't yeah. think that it was particularly effective. I don't think it was completely successful in what it was going for. Yeah. Um, but I do think that, that it was going for something. <laughs> like, it wasn't just, like, there was a method to the madness, but it was not completely successful. Yeah, uh, it's, like, Kimu, do you have uh, any perspective on, sort of, like, where this movie went wrong and what it did right? Um, well, I I do like what they did with why, I mean, it's like, his, his beating himself up about, uh, you know, not stepping up to save his friend in the beginning and whatnot. Um, I disagree with Kate, however. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, How dare Kate. you? How dare you? I'm living in your house right now. This is terrible. But uh, uh, I disagree in that his not not following his gut thing, where he thinks, oh, I should do that. or And then the other people tell him not to, and he just goes with them. Because one part was him wanting to follow the trail near the end, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. It's like, oh, there's people over there. And they're like, no, let's not go there. And I agree with them in that case. Because we all know what now, what these people are. You know, that wouldn't have been a good idea. So I disagree with that. I think it's just a, one of those things, you know. People have different... Whatever. Oh, I thought it was Dom who wanted to take the no, trail. No, no, I could be, I could be wrong. It was. No, the other like time. At the end? Yeah, it, it was, it was Luke who sees, know. oh, that's going somewhere. And the other two. Oh, yeah, maybe I think at the beginning one. I don't the know. The other two yeah. said, yeah. oh, let's, let's not. Yeah, they, they gave up that idea. Yeah, in the beginning, they mm-hmm. would probably have said yes, but, um, I have this weird idea though. Uh, it seems like this creature needs worshippers, right? And oh yeah, yeah. And and it, and when he when Luke burnt that house down with the old worshippers, that creature was visibly upset, angry. They failed him somehow, so he kills all the remaining worshippers who were trying. I thought he only killed some of them. It looks like he killed them all, like including that young oh. woman. That yeah, he definitely killed her, and he definitely killed other few of the others. Yeah. But I didn't think he killed all of them. I don't know. Could okay, well, he killed a bunch of them. He killed a bunch of them. Uh, it seems like it it did not protect his worshippers enough, so he's just going to kill everybody. And then when he went over to Luke, he tried to make, like you mentioned, tried to make, or or, or Jeff, you, you mentioned, he tried to make Luke to worship him. It seems almost like the next generation. He needs new people. Yeah. And Yeah, he definitely needs and, worshippers, and for sure. Like, no, I'm not going to do it. And then it got even more pissed off. So, uh, also... I think he kind of, uh, when he stabbed the creature, before he stabbed it, he saw, again, that store incident and mm-hmm. where he's holding the, the vodka bottle and didn't do anything. Or uh, Robert got hit in the head. And then he sees the uh, axe or whatever that thing is. And then this time around, he grabbed it and he stabbed the creature. So that's kind of, I guess, the movie's way of saying he finally did something in this time, as opposed to just go with whatever the creature wanted him to do, which would be the same thing as what he did in the beginning of the movie uh, and not do anything. It just went with the easy way out. Yeah. So yeah. that's all. I mean, it, here's the thing with this movie. It's so simple to me that... Yeah, you can read anything yeah, into and, it. And, and I can't, I can't even, I don't even have any nitpicking to it because there's not enough details to say, oh, they should have done that or that didn't make sense. It's like, okay, that I could see this happening. Um, but yeah, does this 
make it a good movie. I don't know. It's I liked it. It's just yeah, the actors do a good job. It's it's just insubstantial. Yeah, yeah. I still the creature was the best part to me, and they they did they mentioned it was a Jotun, and it did they do not say its name. It's the the one woman that spoke a little English, she said, you know, we do not say its name. Um, it's a she said it's a bastard child of Loki, which made me laugh because pretty much all of the children of the Asgardians are bastards. Um, But um, that would explain like a lot of the illusion magic because Loki was, you know... Oh, by the way, uh, before... uh, Just interesting information. Oh, it's not real. Like, it's not... Well, it's not in the the official pantheon. Right. But the the interesting part is that the rune in the fir- uh, on the tree is actually a an alphabet or rune whatever about Odin uh apparently according to uh, the internet and uh <laughs> it, it also means estate or heritage or property so that's i don't know what that means uh well it's cuz it's everything in that forest was his right. oh oh and also the stabbing Ooh, through the chest thing uh apparently odin uh, that's what odin did to himself sometimes oh yeah well, he he was um he was hung on uh yggdrasil for 7 years so that he could attain all the knowledge in the universe right like yeah. magic yeah pierced pierced through his shoulder yeah and uh and he sacrificed his eye to get rune magic i think uh and and the spear that stabs him <laughs> is apparently a spear that was made by Loki. Something like that. So... I believe so, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if the, the guy who made this movie, like, really thought it super through, or they just like, you know what, it'd be cool, just throwing a lot of different things. Yeah, I think that's makes it easy. Like, I'm gonna pick and choose a bunch of stuff and put it in there, so... It- you know, seems. Yeah, I, I think the the details are just sort of in there as texture and flavor, yeah. which is interesting. Um, because like you don't have to, uh, yeah. uh, but it's 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 nice little details. Um, do we have any final thoughts before we go to our spookiest parts? The cabins were totally like there's a few abandoned cabins, or they looked like abandoned, but they totally looked like something you come across in a video game in the forest, <laughs> where you're like, how could anyone actually live here? Yeah, like it's very, all very decrepit Skyrim. and weird. <laughs> yeah, they were extremely the abandoned cabin in Skyrim where you encounter the uh, Dark Brotherhood quest. Where's all the cheese wheels and baskets? <laughs> cheese. I gotta steal all the cheese. <laughs> okay, I'm done. <laughs> oh goodness. Uh, uh, so, what's the spookiest part for you, Kimu? Uh, you know what? It's so run in the mill, really, to me. I mean, again, I, I I like this movie, but it's you know a simple. Uh, I didn't get really creeped out except for the very first night they spent in that first cabin uh, mm. where they saw the the effigy in the top. Uh, when they decided... Yeah, that was really dumb. Why did you stay in the cabin? Well, it was storming as raining, I mean... Yeah, I would have slept in the rain. Okay, well, uh, <laughs> there you have it. So, so that's... <laughs> That's the creepiest part, which is unfortunately considering that's just the beginning of the movie. So, uh, yeah, that's pretty much what the creepiest part for me. Um, I would say that's that was the, the stupidest decision. <laughs> <laughs> What's your spookiest part, Catherine? I, yeah, again, um, I guess nothing was really too spooky. I think mostly just being in a dark forest, lost, n- trying to get out. You th- keep thinking you're going to get out and you're not. And um, basically being lost in a forest is very scary. 
yeah. when you lose your way in a forest. That is scary, even without a creature and creepy noises. And it's, but what, you know, it's getting dark. You're in the forest. You're in a, you're not in a park where they're eventually you, if you walk in a straight line, you will come to the end of the park. Like that's, that is scary. You can die. <laughs> and like they found like that old tent with the, um, oh yeah, that was kind of sad. They found the old tent with, uh, you know, some guy's wallet, shoe and stuff like under the brush. And obviously like from 1984, his credit card expired. Like, yeah. You can die in a forest very easily just by getting lost. Like that's, the, and that's a, like, yeah, not really part of what was supposed to be so the creepiest parts of this movie. But I think I enjoyed the creature looking at it more than found it creepy. And the forest being lost in a forest is creepiest. Yeah, uh, mine is more basic. I think that the first sighting of the hand on the tree is, uh, is the spookiest part. I think that's very effective where you can't really tell what's wrong with an image and then you see something yeah. move. Uh, I think that's very good, very strong filmmaking. And they, a lot of times they would show shots of the forest and you would be looking for something wrong and you wouldn't see anything because there wasn't. They're just, you know, a feeling and, but sometimes there was and sometimes there wasn't and sometimes the noise and sometimes it was a hand. <laughs> so, yeah. Mm-hmm. That was good. Uh, anyway, that's uh, that's all we have to say about that. Let's get into plugs. Kimu, where can the people find you online if they want to? If people want to see memes or pictures of cute animals or videos of cute animals, uh, <laughs> just go to Facebook and uh, look for my name, uh, Kimu Theodore. Uh, first name, K-I-M, as in Mary, you. Uh, and that's it. Uh, and Catherine, where can the people find you? You'll find me on the Silk Road looking for shiny Pokemons. Yeah. And <laughs> and irritating my family because I'm okay. Um, <laughs> I on Facebook, Catherine Marino. I just just pictures of my cats. And on everywhere else on the internet, I'm Zyloart X Y L O A R T. Pretty much all the places. You can find me on Twitter, J3FK, Snapchat, and Instagram, JeffJK, patreon.com slash JeffJK, and for just $1 a month, you get all sorts of digital treats, two little audio things a month, sometimes they're seeing Reddit mini-episodes, seeing Reddit you can find wherever uh, good podcasts are distributed, or on weaponizedlanguage.com. Uh, you can email me, jeff at funtimes.online, uh, sometimes I might not notice an email though, so Snapchat or Twitter... Uh, or Instagram is going to be like the best ways to contact me. You can join Creepy Pods, the fan group on Facebook. Um, oh, right. The Patreon rewards. Some, sometimes they're seeing Reddit mini episodes. Sometimes they are me reading spooky stories. The written stuff, I'm probably posting like horror stories up there now. Uh, I'm going to have to figure out what I'm doing for the fall. I might just, uh, I might pre record a bunch of stuff or I might, uh, put my Patreon on hiatus. I'm not sure. I'm going to be super busy by the time you're hearing this. Uh, we've, re- we recorded this in June. You're hearing it in September, I believe. So, uh, I'm very busy uh, right now. <laughs> anyway, that's, uh, that's, oh. that's, What's up? I thought of a thing. I friend me on Discord. Oh, that's a thing you can do. What's your Discord? Uh, it's uh, Zylar X Y L O A R T uh, hashtag. I don't know if they call it hash or pound on Discord. Probably hash. Uh, my code is nine nine seven five. Mine so. is Jeff J K hashtag three two zero one. You can add me on Discord. Add me to yeah. all of your secret group chats. Yes, do that. I want to talk oh, to oh, people oh. about secret 
Pokemons. And and apparently <laughs> Discord is a thing now, so I'm going to say my own. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why I'm yeah. sorry. I haven't thought of it before. Uh, Catherine, add me, add me on Discord. I already oh. forgot yours. I already forgot yours, too. Hold on. <laughs> I'll put it in our Facebook chat. Okay, good. Uh, mine is Hyper Bunny. Uh, it's Hyper, well, Bunny. Uh, pound sign 4046. And, uh, <laughs> what, is, what do they like you to say? I don't know. Pound hash? It's, it's hash. Pound hash. Pound hash? Yeah, yeah, why is it? I don't know. I just different things to say this. No, oh, whatever. <laughs> yeah, anyway, that's it's all. It's 4046. His pound four, is 4046. Okay. Hyper Bunny 4046. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Uh, that's all we have to say about that. Uh, and you can come back next week for another one, or don't. It's The choice is yours, but that's all. Good night. Bye. Good night. Thank you.